Get up, cocksuckers. Pick yourself up by your goddamn bootstraps. This is America, goddammit. I tell you what, if you ain't coming when you see an apple pie, shooting a load when you see a bald eagle, what the fuck are you doing? This is the best goddamn country in the whole world, I tell you. You get up, cocksucker. Pick yourself up by your goddamn bootstraps. The fuck you doing? Get out there and make your own path, you cocksucker. Ah! Fourth of July, America. Woo! What's up? That's what I'm talking about, folks. That's an intro. I don't even know what happened. I blocked out for that one. But what's up? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And I hope you're doing well. As you all know, 4th of July was last week. One of my personal favorite holidays. I do love me some America. I'm guilty. You know, obviously she has her past transgressions. She's not perfect. I get it. I'm not stupid. You know, I've read a history book. Even though the ones in Kansas were uh, definitely doctored, if you will. They were showing a certain version of America that she was much more pristine than we like to think. But it doesn't matter. Nonetheless, still love this country. And uh, I love the 4th of July. Back in the day, it was always the best. You know, when you're a little kid, especially growing up in Kansas where fireworks were legal, you're just blowing shit up, having wars, doing all kinds of crazy shit that, you know, you don't really get to do out here in California, that's for sure. Yeah, they, you know, some people still get fireworks, and they do have fireworks shows, but it's not quite the same. It's not, I don't know, it's just not as wild, I guess, and I, I like that aspect of it back in Kansas. It gets a little wild. There's a little risk of, you know, somebody might get their finger blown off, and I like being around that. that that's a fun environment for me, so I don't know. But it was a good one for the most part, and by good, I mean I was out there living my little bit of the American dream, just trying to get my little slice of that sweet, sweet American pie. You know what I mean? I was working, basically, is what I'm saying. So I was out there getting my eensy-beensy, teeny-weeny, tiny, little microscopic piece of that slice, and sure, it might have been stale and probably gave me food poisoning by the time I got done with it, but hey, I still got a taste of it, right? And that's what it's all about here, the pursuit of happiness. And uh, I guess I was pursuing happiness that day, you know, working for 11 hours, real casual, very chill. And who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? On the 4th of July, a couple blocks from the beach, both jobs. Who would have guessed it would be busy, right? Who would have guessed? It only Miss, Miss Cleo or Nostradamus himself could have predicted. But it was insane. I've never been that busy, uh, especially at the barbecue house. Obviously, 4th of July. You gotta get some barbecue. Who doesn't want some delicious ribs or a pulled pork sandwich? I get it. But holy fucking shit. It was nightmare status. I was back there fucking slanging wings and fucking making french fries and all kinds of shit. So busy yet my head was spinning. I don't even know what happened that day. Like I literally turned into a fucking grandpa. 28 is hitting me hard apparently because by the time that night was over... I didn't even stay up for the fireworks, and I love fireworks, I really do, I, you know, you see them once, you kind of see them all, sure, whatever, but there's something that's really fun about watching fireworks on the 4th of July, it just feels, makes me feel patriotic, makes me feel like, fuck yeah, America, you know, and uh, I didn't even watch them this year, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna watch the back of my eyelids, that sounds way better than trying to fucking get up, walk down to the pier, watch fireworks, be in a big crowd, I just wasn't feeling it this year, you know? I even at one point, <laughs> as I was laying in my bed, it was like 9, 9.15, something like that. The fireworks kept going. I was like, fuck. 
these kids and their goddamn fireworks need to stop. You know, I was thinking this. I was like, think of the dogs. Think of the children trying to sleep. Think of me, more importantly. Mainly me was who I was worried about. I was fucking tired. But eventually I fell asleep and don't even, you know, one of those nights where you just, like, pass out, wake up with a drool puddle the size of fucking Lake Minnetonka or some shit. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, interesting before the July... I was happy to get paid that time and a half, though. So, you know, it wasn't all bad. Not bad at all. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. That was fun. Uh, besides that, I had another busy weekend. Always keeping busy these lately, it seems. But uh, <clears throat> that will hopefully be changing, if, you know, here in the future. But was excited to be busy this weekend because one of my good friends got married to the love of his life, Lila. And... Shout out to Greg and Lila for having an amazing ceremony, amazing wedding. The uh, food and after party were great. I had a fun time. You know, when your wedding is involved, good good wine, good champagne, good drinks, and delicious tacos that are endless. I mean, it's hard not to have a good time, right? You kind of have to. Especially when there's unlimited tacos. I mean, goddamn, that was beautiful. I have to admit, might have, besides, you know, seeing two of my favorite people get married which was a beautiful ceremony, et cetera, et cetera. The tacos really stole the show for me, so shout out to them for a great time. I really appreciated that. And yeah, always fun to go to weddings. You know, I have a much different perception now than when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, I hated going to weddings. They were long and boring, and I didn't understand it. And there wasn't enough cake soon enough, you know, whatever it may be. <clears throat> but now, I love going to weddings. Going out there, letting loose, cutting up a rug, meeting some new people. Seeing some friends I hadn't seen in a while, always fun, uh, very good time, so, yeah, I don't know, always good to go to a wedding, you know, I'm sure I could find a wedding that I might not feel that way about, but this one was good, and I really enjoyed it, so thanks to them for inviting me, and yeah, oh, what else, I think that might be it for now, we're gonna, we're gonna get into it here, I don't even know what's gonna be talked about today, it's a complete wild card episode, like I said, I'm, I'm operating on, like, Less sleep than normal, slightly hungover, trying to do this on Sunday so I can be ready for that beautiful 12-hour day I have tomorrow. You know, we out here, we grinding, we hustling. What can you do? That's what you got to do to pay the bills sometimes. So, yeah, uh, we'll just get into it, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening.
So let's just get into it. You know, today I'm just fucking rambling and bambling. No real rhyme or reason or method behind this one. Just a little word vomit off the dome. You know, that's what we're doing today. And I guess we'll start with the, the heat wave. I don't know how it's been everywhere else. I'm just assuming since it's hot here, the entire world is also hot. I mean, we're pretty much melting at this point. Global warming, we're all gonna die. You know, trying to keep it positive and optimistic on here, but we're dead, basically. No, I'm just kidding. But it's seriously, it's been hot as fuck uh, this past weekend. It was like, and it's so funny. I, <laughs> I say hot as fuck, but I mean, relative for San Diego, you know what I mean? Like, sure, I'm used to like 65 to 75 degree weather, very spoiled. And now that I live out here and have for four years, I'm fucking just used to it used to having the beautiful weather I've gone soft folks I'm I'm officially a spineless limp-wristed California liberal who uh, complains about the weather even though it's still beautiful as fuck <laughs> you know cuz like it was like 88 or maybe 90 degrees one or two of the days and it's kind of been hovering right around there for the past five days but uh long story short it's really not that bad I know what it gets like in Kansas, and it's fucking miserable, you know? And it's so funny. People out here in San Diego are always bitching about the, it's so hot. Uh, what are we gonna do? And we're like right next, we're literally right next to the ocean when people are like sitting here talking to me and being like, oh my God, it's so hot. How are we gonna make it? It's like, bitch, just go jump in the water, you know? And I'm guilty of it too. I am, I am just as guilty as everybody else, but it's just funny to think about it literally gets like 115 in Kansas. It's miserable. People don't realize, but Kansas has the worst weather. Always. Doesn't matter. It's like fucking blowing 30 miles per hour wind, 115 degrees. It feels like you're just standing in front of a hairdryer the entire day. It's fucking horrible. And not only that, but it's like it could be raining and thunderstorming out of nowhere, tornadoes. You know, some days... It would be like 30 degrees, and then by the afternoon, you're like, how is it 95? What the fuck happened? Why do you hate me, God? Why? And that's Kansas weather for you. So at the end of the day, I'm pretty lucky about what's going on out here, and I can't complain too much. Even though, you know, small humble brag, being close to the beach, no AC in this bitch, you know? We out here, no AC. So 90 degrees with no AC, you know, it gets a little hot, I guess. I'll give, I'll give a little bit of little sympathy there but I don't know it's funny th talking about the weather it kind of reminded me like when I was a kid I always wanted to be a weatherman for some reason I don't I don't really know why I guess mainly because I just thought tornadoes were fucking badass you know you watch Twister once and all of a sudden I'm a storm chaser and a weatherman and I'm gonna be the next Dave Freeman some most of you probably won't get that reference but Dave Freeman was the weatherman OG back in the day when I lived in Kansas on the the network I would always watch yeah so maybe maybe I wanted to be him eh, I don't know oh maybe I mainly just wanted to be on TV too I, I guess that might probably been part of it but here I am not on TV doing a podcast in my room by myself you know and that might be for the best right because when I think about it more and more it's like oh could I do that could I be on TV and it's like you know I don't think I could I got that one thing that one Oh, what's it called? Um, uh, an ugly ass face. That's what it is. So yeah, you know, it's not very TV friendly, but I got this 
savory, smooth, silky, amazing voice that's beautiful for podcasting. It's just perfect. Perfection. So, you know, we all find our place in the end, right? That's that's what I'm saying here. And I and I and I found mine here on the Millennial Manchild podcast. What a beautiful thing we have going. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. As you can see, fairly delusional, running on uh not enough sleep. Currently trying to record this Sunday night because I got a long fucking day tomorrow. I think I probably already mentioned it. Can't even barely remember. Like I said, brain is operating about 75%, maybe less. Who knows? But yeah, so that's been going on. Hot, hot. It, it makes me think, like, how do people live in places like Phoenix or Las Vegas, though? Like, you literally can't even go outside during the summer. Like, why would you? You're cranking the AC up to fucking negative 1,000 degrees and just like, oh, man, it's still fucking hot in here. Like, that sounds horrible. That's one thing I, I, I don't get, for sure. You know, there's good places to live out there, folks. San Diego's one of them. <laughs> I, and I lucked out in that, so I don't know. But, yeah, so what else? Oh, talk about the World Cup a little bit. I know we got France versus Belgium on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to that. You know, we're in the semifinals now, Ma, not much longer, which is kind of sad. You know, I hate to see the World Cup go. It makes me think, like, the fuck these guys at FIFA doing, you know? Make that shit every two years. It's, like, such a beautiful thing. It brings the world together. Everybody's watching. Everybody's talking about it. And it's so much fun. It's like, come on, every four years is too long. Quit doing that to us. The Olympics is every four years. That shit's already unlocked. Let them have four years. Let's do World Cup every two. Quit fucking around. You know? That's all I'm saying. Plus, I'm salty that the U.S. isn't in it still. And, you know, now I have to wait another four years before we get out in the first round again? Come on. Don't make me do that. It's wild. Plus, like, I don't know. But I guess I'll try and do some picks here. Since I'm now a soccer aficionado. They call me the, the maestro of the pitch. I am just, you know, pretty much an expert. I've been watching soccer for three weeks, maybe a month now, and, you know, I'm the Bill Belichick, the next Bill Belichick of soccer. I, I am a fucking genius, P plain and simple. I mean, I might even be the coach for the U.S. team in 2026. It's They're bringing it here to North America, probably, and the kid, I'm going to fucking tell him, hey, you're bringing that bitch to San Diego, and I'm coaching that shit, because I'm a fucking genius, and I got it all figured out. I got all the plays. It's all up here in my head. I can't really explain it to you right now. You know, you guys wouldn't understand anyways if I tried. I mean, I'm on that Bill Belichick shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's, it's funny that I'm using a football coach to do a soccer reference because that's, uh, you know, I don't know any soccer coaches. I couldn't name one because, but that's, that's besides the point. That doesn't mean I don't understand the game. I'm a genius. I got it. But yeah, anyways, that's going to happen. I'm bringing it here to San Diego. And I'm coaching that shit. I'm going to be doing all kinds of Bill Belichick shit. I'll be creeping over to the Mexican border, spying on their players, like, you know, getting some Spygate shit. I'll probably be deflating some balls so our goalie has an easier chance to block them. You know, I'm going to be on top of it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And that's the only way the U.S. is ever going to win a World Cup. We're going to have to cheat our dicks off. So, like I said, I'm the guy. Put me in. Put me in. There should be a vote. You guys should all go vote for me. I don't know how it works, but... I mean, if Trump can be voted president, I could be voted fucking U.S. men's soccer coach, right? 
I think so. I think that's realistic. We're going to make it happen. But anyways, that was a random tangent. Let's get back to the picks here. Let's get back to the picks. Who are you? Miles, who are you picking? What do we got going on? Oh, France versus Belgium? Hmm, who to pick? You know, it's, this is a tough one. Mainly because I don't really know anything about either team. That makes it tough. But as an American, it is hard for me to side with France sometimes. You know, we like to think as France is like, I don't even know why. I couldn't even put a, a real finger on it. We're just like, eh, we're better than them, or they don't like us, or they're this. And there's some of that kind of playing into my decision here, maybe. You know, because when I think of France, I think of like someone smoking one of those long cigarettes. Like, the, with the little wooden thing and the cigarettes attached at the end. They got the pencil-thin mustache and the little floppy hat. Probably smell a little bit like cheese and wine. I don't know. That's just how I picture him. Carrying around a baguette. And, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick France, actually. Because now that I think about it, I don't even know anything about Belgium. I just I know that Belgium apparently has some dank waffles. And that's about it. I couldn't even... I don't even think, is it Brussels? No, I don't know. I couldn't even name like a town in Belgium, I don't think. Brussels, maybe? I don't know. So yeah, since I know nothing about Belgium, we'll, we'll go with France. France is going to win it. They're going to they're gonna take home that W. And I like how that analysis had nothing to do with soccer. Not even a little bit. But that's how we, that's how we do it here on the Manchild Podcast. We're going through a different lens. You know, we're looking at it through my delusional ass-backward eyes. Yeah. So, we're going to go with France. Why not? Uh, I'm just kind of making caricatures of these places and assuming that's that's how we decide who wins, right? So, I guess we'll move on to Croatia versus England, right? And it's like, who to pick here? This is a tough one, right? Because when you think English people, you think just like pasty white people who haven't seen the sun in like three decades, uh, probably just slamming back pints of beer, calling each other cunts and bloke, which I like. I do like that, you know, they at least speak the same language as me, even though it's that, that Queen's English, that fucking, that garbage English that I, I can't, you know, I don't, I don't respect it, you know, speak American, I'm a fucking, I'm an American, huh, say it right, that's all I'm saying, England, so, you know, get your shit together, because I'm hopping on the bandwagon, I'm going for England through the whole thing, they're my dark horse now. I don't know if they can be a dark horse after this is late in the in the final or whatever semifinals, but that's who I'm going for. I'm cheering for them because it's like when I think of Croatia, I don't even know. I don't know anything about Croatia either. I'm a fucking ignorant American, right? It's like when I think of Croatia, I'm like eh, crusty cro- crustaceans, or maybe like Croatia is like something that would be in like a Taken movie, and people are getting kidnapped and trying to be sold for sex trafficking. That's what I think of with Croatia. So. Whoop, probably not go that route right like i'm not gonna support the sex traffickers that is croatia so we're gonna get that england versus france in the finals you heard it here first on the millennial man child podcast some brilliant breakdown of the games and analysis of just how you know the game of soccer works all of that you're welcome folks you know go ahead and bet the house on it these are foolproof picks you heard it here you heard the analysis brilliant stuff brilliant so yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, should be fun. Speaking of putting some money down, speaking of dollar dollar bills, how my boy Jeff Bezos has been out here crushing it. Son, that bald-headed fuck is just 
out of control. You know what I mean? Like, I saw an article that he made $3 billion in a week. Huh? If I make like $500 in a week, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, son. We're making it rich. You know, them fucking like dollar bills are coming down. You can't see it right now, but it, it was happening. It was happening. It's just crazy to me, man. Like, at what point, you know, I guess we're going to get into it here. Why not? I'm fucking ranting. Uh, it just seems lopsided. At what point is when you have that much money and that much influence and that much power, it's like, of course, this guy can't stop making money. It's impossible for him to not make money almost at this point. It's like insane. And what I don't get is like why people think it's so bad to be like, hey man, maybe you should have to help out a little more. You got a 40, $140 billion. I don't, my brain doesn't even compute. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, hey, Lex Luthor, you bald-headed fuck. Quit being the evil super genius and start using that your powers for good, bro. That's all I'm saying. Like, I've, I'm, you know, and I'm, and I'm not a socialist, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't put a fucking label on me. I'm just out here talking. I'm just spitballing. I'm just putting some ideas out there, right? Like, I just feel like, if, if not, if not obligated, he should at least feel within his core as just a human being, like, wow, I have all of this. What can I do to make the world a better place? Besides fucking selling shit to people directly to their doorstep, right? Like, I guess maybe Jeff Bezos' perfect world is everybody's just hoarding Amazon shit. You know, you're, like, stepping over Amazon boxes as you walk around your house because you've just bought so much shit off of Amazon. You're like, hey, at least that shipping was free, bro. I'm out here fucking crushing it, saving money. Yeah, I don't know. It's just wild to me. I just feel like when you have that much money and that much power and that much influence, like, dude... He should be doing, he should just quit that job and just be like, the only thing I'm doing now is putting all of my crazy energy that I use to build this amazing company that is just unstoppable. And I'm going to put those powers to good. I'm going to figure out how to maybe create a social program that is going to help the world or maybe come up with an idea that allows people to not starve like Bill Gates is doing. I don't fucking know. I'm not a billionaire with the good ideas obviously i'm a broke podcaster who wants to be a comedian someday and they don't make very much money usually so yeah probably not going to be me who changes the world but if i had 140 billion dollars i like to think i would probably do as much as i could to help others i don't know probably why i'm not a billionaire and uh probably why i'll never be a billionaire <laughs> but that's what i need you know i don't need to be a billionaire how would I sleep at night knowing I have a billion dollars in the bank, you know? What I do right now is I go, right before bed every night, I shut my eyes and I go, oh, thank God I'm not a billionaire. And then I go to sleep, right? I couldn't I couldn't sleep knowing that I was a billionaire. How would I be able to do that? Well, obviously, I'm fucking kidding. I would love to be a billionaire. But long story short here, uh, Jeff Bezos, you bald-headed fuck, go ahead and just uh, pay off my student loans and I'll stop talking about you forever. I won't even, you'll be the king. King Bezos, the man, the, fuck, you'll be the next president, probably, so, yeah, just pay off my student loans, that's all I'm asking, bro, not too much, not too much, that's reasonable, I don't know, I just want to get rid of those bad boys, right, I've heard people say, like, oh, once I paid off my student loans, it felt like this burden was lifted off my shoulders, and I'm just like, shit, I feel like I'm being crushed, I'm over here, like, my chest is sinking in, my shoulders are bowing in, and I'm just looking like a 
fucking mutated troll of my former self, and, you know, it's not good. It's probably mainly because I just used to play video games all day and have poor posture, but I like to blame it on the student loans. I think that's more realistic, you know, because I'm not responsible for any of my own problems. That's not how, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, anyways, who knows? It's just wild sometimes how America works, right? Like, as long as you're crushing it, you're making money, we're like, yeah, we love you, bro, we love you. Like, even with the economy right, lately, it's like, oh, shit, everybody's got jobs, even if they're shitty jobs, who cares? Everybody's got jobs, economy's growing at 3%, everybody's sucking off Trump because of that. We don't even care that, you know, <laughs> it's like, as long as the economy's good, who cares what happens at the border, if kids are getting separated from their parents, eh, whatever, right? Economy's growing at 3%. We could sacrifice a few children. It's America, goddammit. We'll, we'll go to war. We'll pollute the ocean. We don't give a fuck as long as the economy is strong. And I got a bootstrap boner because of it, right? Like, if, if you're not just... Every time you see a fucking bald eagle, you're not crying. Just like, oh, I love America. You know, you're doing it wrong. So, I guess that's just the way it is. As long as the economy's good. As long as you're making tons of money. You're the king. We love you here in America. That's what, that's that's just how it works. That's just how it works, unfortunately. Wild, wild, wild. And like I said, don't I'm not a socialist. I don't know. I don't have any answers. I'm just talking. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a fucking goon with a podcast. All right, that's all I'm saying. But what else? I guess we'll end it on this because it was pretty incredible. Uh, as I've mentioned on the podcast a few times before, I'm a big UFC fan. And there was an amazing fight this weekend. It was a super fight. It was uh, Daniel Cormier, also known as DC, versus Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight belt. It was a super fight. They came together. DC is normally a light heavyweight, moved up to heavyweight to fight Stipe. And holy shit, it was such an impressive win. DC got the W, as I'm sure most of you know by now if you pay attention to that. And it was incredible. An incredible finish. He was setting him up. With the overhook constantly, and then just beautiful right hand just knocked Stipe out, got him to the ground, and just finished the fight. Well done, which is incredible. A lot of people didn't think DC could do it. I mean, I had my doubts for sure, but this is good for DC. It really kind of solidifies his record and allows him to, you know, rebound a little bit. Because his legacy has been tarnished a little bit here and there because of the John Jones fights and this, that, and the other. And this gives him a little bit of that stamp of approval, like, yeah, of course, maybe I did lose to John Jones. But all that really means is that he lost to probably the greatest fighter to ever grace the octagon twice. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And he's the champ champ, got both belts right now. Sure, there might be a little small asterisk there if you want to look at it that way. But for me, DC is a such a likable dude. Very happy for him. Uh, was bummed that Stipe lost in some ways because... You know, a lot of people were talking about how he's the greatest heavyweight ever. He was going on a crazy run. He had the longest win streak at, as or longest belt uh, title defenses. So, yeah, it was a great fight. And, you know, hats off to DC, basically, is what I'm saying. But, yeah, I guess we'll end it there. Kind of out here just rambling and ranting. I don't even know what the hell just happened. I just blacked out, basically, for that last 20 minutes. But, as always, thank you, folks, for listening. And until next time. By all of the things I never had I 
child generation you know homeowning barely health insurance having student loan crippling debt something something people yeah nailed it there we have it folks the 36th episode of the podcast is in the books we did it we out here i just like making weird noises like that i'm sure by this point people are like I don't even know how I got through that first part, but if I'm still here listening to this, holy shit, you're the best. Thank you again. So thank you for listening. Much love, much appreciated. Uh, just going to be quick here in the outro, you know. I've been running again, finally. I finally, you know, I've been talking about it for months. I'm going to work out again. I'm going to do this again. Past week, I ran like three or four times, actually. I got out there and it felt good. It felt good to run. You know, I never want to do it. That's the thing. It's like every time I, I'm like, no, 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 it sounds horrible. Don't do it. It's a trap, Miles. Don't run. But then I go do it. I get back, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that felt good. I feel better after doing it. Why don't I do this more often? Uh, there's just something about that first initial like little hump you have to get over to, to make it worthwhile. And you know, I like running. It's 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 nice for me because I can only focus on running when I'm running. I'm basically on the brink of death as I go for a run. I'm breathing so heavy that if someone was yelling my name or a fucking fire engine was running or driving by, I probably wouldn't even be able to hear him because I'm focusing on one thing, and that's trying to get that next little breath of air because, whoo, I am out of shape, people. It's not good. It's not good. So, yeah, I mean, when you're basically about to die, you, you, get, to let, you get to let everything else fall to the wayside, all of your other problems. You're just like, how do I live? How do I survive? And yeah, so that's what running's been doing for me lately, because I am just horribly out of shape. But yeah, it was good. Get out there and do something, folks. It's good for you. This is just a friendly reminder. You know you don't want to do it, but once you do it, it's better. You know it is. So quit lying to yourself. That's all I'm saying. Besides that, uh, you know, I've been journaling, been meditating, staying on top of it. It's been tough. It's always tough when you have a busy weekend and... You know, there's time. There's definitely time, but 
I sometimes allow myself to not be disciplined and I'm working on it. That's why I'm sitting here chatting with you folks because we're all working on being more disciplined. We're all working on improving ourselves and living the best life that we can do. So yeah, that's what I'm doing and I hope you are as well. Uh, besides that, I'm going to hit you with a couple things to watch here. Both are on Netflix. Both are phenomenal. I've mentioned one of them before, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the first one is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Love that show. The new season just came out. I mean, he's got Zach Galifianakis, Dave Chappelle. It's a, it's a star-studded lineup for sure. So check it out if you're into that kind of thing. I mean, it's got cars, it's got comedians, it's got coffee. What the fuck more do you need? That's pretty much all of life summed up in three words. So you're welcome. Go check that out. Uh, it was great stuff. The other thing I'm going to recommend is the show Glow, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It is hilarious. I love that show. It's low-key one of my guilty pleasures. I don't even know if it should be a guilty pleasure. For some reason, it like, in a way, it feels like a girl show, but it's not. It's not at all. It's not. It does talk a lot about women's issues, which is good, especially in today's social climate. I feel like it's very relevant, some of the stuff they're talking about. They do a great job on there. It's funny. It's entertaining. And they're short little 30-minute episodes. Plus, if you're a savage who loves to just binge watch, just just overindulge and just, you know, stuff Twinkies down your face and gummy worms and chugging Red Bulls so you can binge watch all two seasons. That's what's beautiful about it. This is the second season, just came out. And if you're looking for something to watch, check it out. I mean, it has one of my favorite comedians on it, Mark Marin. He plays a hilarious character. He's like this coke-fueled, anxiety-ridden, just overprotective director who... You know, it's basically Mark Marin, but as a director in this case, it's hilarious. And I think he does a great job. All the other characters and cast do a great job. So check it out. I think you'll like it. If you've liked any of my other recommendations on here, you'll like this one. That's how it goes. You know the kids got good taste. You don't have to you don't have to worry when the kids got you. When the millennial man child's on top of it, you're good. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, that's it for today. The music in order is uh Hip Hop Kids by Portugal Demand, Billionaire by Travi McCoy, and I'm So Paid by Akon and Lil Wayne. So thank you all for listening. Much love. You're the best. You're the best. And until next time, Millennial Manchild. Oh. Number one hustler getting money.